0: everybody
1: welcome welcome
0: <laughs> to a new episode of self-love saga this is the podcast where we believe that everybody has a hot body bow, 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 bow. Bow. i was like i don't know if you're gonna do it or not emily. i have to i have
1: to fill in for emily <laughs> yep
0: we've got a very special guest our most dedicated listener <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> uh my sister hello uh, trisha why don't you introduce yourself
1: uh, I'm Trisha. I'm Jessica's sister. <laughs> That's pretty much it. <laughs> Nothing too special about me.
0: Whatever. So, yeah. We're gonna chat. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I figured we would do a season one review on Shrill. Now, we had talked about, Emily and I had talked about this show a couple of weeks ago when we talked about body image in the media right and that this show was um essentially like a body positive show or a show that kind of has the um the center of it revolving around somebody who is fat right yeah yeah which is very rare yeah
1: no yeah i'm pretty sure this is the first show that I've watched where it was like wholly relatable. Like this is
0: amazing. (laughs) Yeah. You're like, I'm like this person at some point in my life at one point or another. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's true. So I'm glad that you and I are getting to talk about it because I mean I feel like it's very relatable. And I know that we've like mentioned it and I even told you I was halfway through the first episode, and I was like, "Yep, you have to watch this show. <laughs>
1: well, and I always have a hard time, like, sitting down and actually watching a show, but I was like, okay, I got to give this a little <laughs> bit of time. But honestly, shows I have a hard time getting into, but this one I didn't. Mm-hmm. Like, right out the gate, I was like, okay, I can relate so hard with this person. Yeah. And, like, I just wanted to keep watching more and more and more. And once the season was over, I'm like, oh I should watch the next season, but I need this one so fresh in my mind. (laughs) I don't want to collide them all together. Right,
0: right. But... I love it. Yeah, so let's just kind of walk episode by episode.
1: Okay. Um,
0: (laughs) So season one, episode one, the name of the episode is called Annie. It's just an introduction to Annie. Right. Our main character, played by AD Bryant, she was. This was her last year on SNL.
1: Oh, and, I did yeah. not know she was on anything else.
0: Yeah, no, she, I think, made her big start in SNL. She also does a lot of voice character work, but oh. like this is her very first, like, real independent thing outside of SNL. So, okay. Yeah. Cool. And, um, like right off the bat, <laughs> as she's like, Getting dressed and getting ready uh-huh. for the day. Yeah. <laughs> so she like wakes up and she like puts on this sweater and then she like immediately starts like stretching it over out, her knees, over her knees, yeah. and pulling it. Like I've done that before. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I did that probably like the other day. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> the other day. <laughs> and then she puts on like this really like drab black dress. Yeah. So it kind of is like setting the the premise of like just getting by. Right. You yeah. Know. Um so then she goes downstairs and she um has herself breakfast. Right. Which like let's talk about this breakfast. Did you see what it was? It looked like
1: pancakes that were like gelatin. <laughs> like it looked disgusting. <laughs> Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's called the Thin Menu.
1: Oh, right. Yep.
0: <laughs> so it's one of those like diet companies yeah. like Jenny Craig right. or yeah. I don't even know. There's a million out there. Yeah.
1: Weight Watchers or, yeah, or whatever. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 So uh, where it's like
1: pre packaged and you microwave it and then you like uh-huh. try to gag it down. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And that's pretty much what she does. She's just like looking at it like, oh, this is disgusting.
0: Right. And then her roommate walks in and notices her food, and then yeah. she just, like, rolls her eyes in disgust, like, yep. I can't believe you do this. Yeah. Which, by the way, I love that her roommate is also plus size, because I'm right. um, like, you kind of get it from, like, two different perspectives, because they're both at different times in their life. Yeah. So, like, you can tell that Annie is a lot more um, early on in her... Self-discovery right. and her confidence um, confidence level, level whereas yeah. her roommate is very confident. Mm-hmm.
1: But I would say that her roommate is definitely not as heavy as she is.
0: No. no. But she is
1: plus size. But she is plus size, yeah. yeah.
0: So, anyway, moving on. <laughs> so, um, Annie goes to get um, herself a cup of coffee on her way to work. Yep. Something everybody does. Yep. (laughs) Every morning, every other morning, what have you, we all have that moment where we go get ourselves a cup of coffee for work. And she notices a bulletin that she thinks is just hilarious. And so she takes a picture of it. She's like
1: kicking a pizza and a hamburger or something.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's called Toned Tanya. And it's like an advertisement of a chick who, like, is a fitness instructor. Yeah. And... So she takes a picture of it to like send as a joke to whoever right a friend yeah. and she gets confronted by toned Tanya <laughs> yeah <laughs> which is the first time where it's like okay, I understood the stretching of the shirt mm-hmm. and the meals but now we're gonna pile on even more right. With somebody calling you out and being like, you would look so pretty if you were thin. Right. Or I know that there's a thin person inside of you. Right,
1: yeah.
0: How did that make you feel
1: Um, when you,
0: like, watched that in the moment?
1: Well, it was totally relatable. Where, like, I am a tall woman, but I am also heavy. And so I have had people say that to me. Like, you know, you have a very tall frame and you could... You know, if you got some weight off of you, you could look really pretty. And it's like, am I not pretty? Right at the <laughs> at my weight right now, like I okay. And then with the like, when she's at the coffee shop and the baristas are like, "Whoa, she was a little too much." You know who you remind me of, Rosie O'Donnell. And it's Another like a fat uh,
0: comedian, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I've had that happen before where it's like, oh, you're, you're funny and you're other, fat. Yeah. So you are Melissa McCarthy or you are, you know, all of these fat, funny people. Okay,
0: right. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. Right. Totally no, it relatable. have just been like, dude, that's so shitty. You're an awesome person and you're hilarious. Right.
1: Yeah. Like, leave it, leave at, it at that. that. You're right. a beautiful yeah. person. <laughs> you have tiny wrists, but... It, you're a beautiful person as well, you know? <laughs> <Okay>. Like,
0: <laughs> Right. But it's, like, so awkward because it's, like, and relatable because of like, I've been in that situation before, and you just kind of have to laugh it off. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, And just move on. Yeah,
1: because what's the point of confronting it? You're going to leave that person and never see that person again. Right. Like, just let it be.
0: Yeah. But then, you know, those wheels in the back of your yeah. head are just constantly, especially with us who have anxiety. Yeah, yeah.
1: I should have, could have, would have said, you know, like, uh-huh. I, sh- I should have I said something. Myself, yeah. Uh,
0: or I should have said something, or, you know, maybe she's right. Maybe I could just be eating less and I could yep. be working out more. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where it's not like the choices of food that we eat is the genetics that we have. Right, you know? yeah. <laughs> yep. Um. So anyway, she has this, Interaction with toned to Tanya. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she probably comes in contact with that on the weekly, let's say. Right, yeah. Is my guess. But um, you never know, like, when you're in those situations, how often they are going to happen. Right, know? yeah. Um, and it always kind of tends to catch you off guard. Mm-hmm, so always. I mean, it's just something like, be kind and of courteous to the people around you. You don't know what kind of life they're living. Yeah. Like, it showed her eating food that she absolutely hates mm-hmm. to get herself to lose weight. Right. And then she's tur- she turns around doing what she thinks is what she's supposed to be doing. Right. Having a diet. Yep. And is told that she's still fat. Yep. So, yeah. Okay. Sorry about the pause there, guys. <laughs> you know toddlers. Yeah. And maybe you don't. But if you don't... Be it's... grateful you don't. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, I love my toddler. It's nap time and hes he knows that we're hiding something from him. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you can't miss out on any fun. I know, right? Okay, so anyway. Next scene is... Um, Annie goes to work, and she works for a magazine, online magazine company now, I guess. Yeah. And she's a writer. Um, anyway, so she looks down at her phone, and we have a new character introduced. Ryan. Ryan. <laughs> fuck boy. Yes, Ryan the fuck boy. Yes. <laughs> and... I don't know about you, but I've had a Ryan in my life. Oh, 100 <laughs>
1: percent Plenty of Ryan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: yep. And I know that a lot of people, especially like um heavier set women or fat women who have seen the show and they don't like it because of Ryan. Uh,
1: but I think that he
0: needs to be in it. Right, like, exactly. I
1: think that- so many bigger women
0: have Orion Ryan in oh, their life. 100%. 100%. Yes. 100%. And so anyway, <laughs> um essentially he just texts texts her whenever he wants to have sex and she goes over to feel special, to feel to feel wanted. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And I mean like fat girls need sex too. It's straight up. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, win win. <laughs> we have wants and we have needs. Yeah. But women who have a lower self esteem or don't have that confidence or that self love tend to take whatever is available mm-hmm. for them. And so. Well, I feel
1: like a lot of women in general, sometimes they. They go after a relationship thinking it's more than what it actually is. Yes. And the man does not have that in mind. and All he has in mind is to have sex. Yeah. But it makes the woman feel special. So, of course, they're going to just keep going along with it.
0: Right. Well, and I'm sure that there are men out there who go through the same thing. Where they have sex with women. I mean, it all just depends on the person. Right. But, I mean, like, there's a difference between a relationship... And casual sex. Right. And there's nothing wrong with casual sex. Yeah. But there is something wrong if you guys are not on the same page with what is this? What are the expectations? True. Yeah. So anyway, um, they have sex and all of a sudden... (laughs) Like, she's like, okay, well, I have to get back to work. And he's like, oh, do you mind sneaking out? Because I'm not ready to tell people about what we have. Because what we have is, like, so good right now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So then he, like, chases her out the back door. And then she is forced to walk through the backyard. All these weeds and... (laughs) (laughs) Jump
1: this fucking chain link fence (laughs) that's like falling apart.
0: Falling apart. (laughs) And I'm like, I've been there. I'm maybe not having to climb over a fence, but I've been there where I've had to like not have had, but like chosen to (laughs) go over, sneak out the back, or sneak inside Uh after everybody else has like gone to bed. (laughs) Yeah. And would you say that it's for the same reasoning,
1: or do you think it's for, like, other reasons? Because, of course, any anybody has snuck in or snuck right, out to have right. sex with somebody, but would right. you say it
0: was the same reasoning? With w- at least one or two other people, yes. Okay. Yes. I've been that person where they don't want to admit. And, like, we've had, like, a friends with benefits situation, uh-huh. and... All we do, though, is, like, get together and have sex, but never go out on a date. Yeah. Go out in public together. Uh-huh. Which is, like, the same situation that Annie is in. Right. And I feel so small talking to you about this I know, here. and I feel, like, freaking giant over here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, sitting in this camping chair. You're, like, staring into my
0: face. pretty much. <laughs> Like sitting in this camping chair, and Trisha's like high up on this like bar stool, it's just like two feet above me. Oh my gosh! So, I'm like talking about this like emotionally sensitive thing, and Trisha's like staring down at me, Yeah, (laughs) don't feel small, okay. it's just funny because of, like, emotionally, I'm, like, in this place of, like, yeah, I felt like that before and then...
1: Right. <laughs> negatively. But
0: now, like, physically, I'm still <laughs> in this small space. <laughs> anyway. Just, just my brain. Anyway, so she has to sneak out. And she... You can tell that she's bothered by it. Oh, yeah. 100%. And he's like, oh, give
1: me a kiss. Goodbye. And she's like, oh, you fucker. Like, right. he, he, you really going to make me do this again?
0: Like you can tell that she's doesn't like it. Yeah. But she does it anyway because it's what she can get right now. Right. What she feels that she can get. Yeah. It's not what she can actually get because she can get anybody she wants. But this is conference. what she feels that she deserves. Right. Uh-huh. Um so after she meets up with her fuckboy Ryan, um, she goes to the drugstore and gets the morning-after pill. Yeah. Again, a situation I've been in before. Have you? I have never, thankfully.
1: I mean, I probably, I should have. I should have. But,
0: thankfully. And so, a story time. Okay, let's hear it. The first time that I had sex, like, lost my virginity, had sex, was with a one-night stand. And the day after, he was, like, feeling so guilty about what happened because he was in the church, and he wasn't supposed to have sex, and he's like, we can't, like, tell anybody about this. I need to go home and, like, repent. I'm supposed to go on my mission. Wow, that can really fuck with you. And And then he drops me off at home. And I'm like, well, fuck, I need to be, like, extra careful. Like, we used protection, but I don't want any chances whatsoever, so I'm going to go get the morning after pill.
1: Were you scared of pregnancy, or were you scared of people finding out?
0: I think probably both. Okay. For sure both. Okay. Um. So I, like, called, like, I was in college, so I called, like, the campus, um health center or whatever but because it was a Sunday they were closed and so I had to like walk two miles to the grocery store and like go ask for the morning after pill Mm -hmm. and this is in very small town Mormonville (laughs) and the look that I got when I asked for the pill was just like total disgust Right, right, right. Yeah, <laughs> but anyway, I've been in that situation before where I've had to go get a morning after pill and I've like sat there and been like, what did I just do? So
1: did they tell you? No, that they don't. There's a weight limit. They do not. What is it? 175 pounds? Something so like that. She said,
0: yeah, 175 pounds. Yeah, so there is a weight limit to the pill and mm. the pharmacist mm. should be telling women right, yeah. who get this pill that there is a weight limit. But they don't. Yeah. I think that there is, like... Well, clearly
1: they aren't. Like, they didn't to her, and they haven't to you.
0: Yeah. So they're not they telling do anyone. Right. They do that. They include that in the, um, like, the... In, like, the box instructions or whatever like that. Like, oh, disclaimers on the box. Okay. But, like... Who reads the box? Right. You're just like, take as fast as you can Okay, now. We're you know, when you're in that kind of a situation where you're like, I need to take every precaution that I can, yeah. you're not sitting there reading the fucking box oh, yeah. until yeah. you are taking a pregnancy test. Yeah. Because at that point you're like, what the <laughs> hell? <happened?"> right. <laughs> just like her. Just, just like, like her. her. What the fuck? <laughs> so she gets the morning after pill, and she was not told that there is um A weight limit. And, um, I feel like every single person, no matter what their size, should be told when they purchase this pill, you know, what the dangers are, what the precautions you should take are. Yeah. You know, this is not 100% effective. This only works within a certain amount of hours of you, uh, like, Uh post-sex, you know? And... You know, they should inform people more. Um, Anyway, so she then finds out the next morning that she's pregnant. Yeah. And (laughs) that's when she finds out that there's no weight limit. I mean, that there is a weight limit to the day after pill. After she finds out that she's pregnant. So then, (laughs) she's in this situation of, like, what do I do now? I am going to have a baby. I'm pregnant. But it's with this asshole of a guy.
1: Yeah. That won't even, like,
0: show his friends to me. Yeah. Yeah. And so she has this discussion with her roommate. And I'm, like, this is, like, the best part of the episode, hands down. This conversation between the two of them. Oh, yeah. And her friend is like, Why didn't you use protection? She's like, (laughs) (laughs) He likes raw dogging. (laughs) He (laughs) likes. And she's like, Um, ew. (laughs) What's that? Because her roommate's a lesbian. Right, oh uh, yeah. So she like, doesn't know like that <laughs> specific term, or else she does, and she chooses not She's to like, acknowledge it. Right, ew. She's like, well, it's his favorite thing. How can I take away his favorite thing? Because, um, like,
1: she cares more about his feelings than her, her own. Her own. Yeah.
0: Yep. And so they sit down in the middle of this, like, Flea market yard sale, right? <laughs> right? Which is like hilarious. I'm like, I would never have this conversation out in the open, yeah. but you know, it's TV. Anyway, <laughs> and she's like, I he liked me and I didn't want him to stop liking me. So that's why I let him round <laughs> me. Let him rot me.
1: Because like, what if she would have been like, ah, uh, nah, I think that when to use protection and then he's like, oh, you're going to take my favorite thing away from me, make her feel guilty. And then she, she thinks that the relationship quote unquote is going to end because yes. she voiced her opinion mm-hmm.
0: to be safe about something. Right. So now she's faced with the decision of what she does with this pregnancy. Does yeah. she go through with it, or does she decide to move past it and abort?
1: Right.
0: And in my brain, I'm like, get rid of that thing. Yeah,
1: <laughs> but I it's totally relatable where she's like, um,
0: what does she say? Do you? Oh, I don't know if I have like the specific quote that she, she says. She, that she says, I. Didn't think that I, anybody would ever like me enough to want to have a baby with me, and this might be the only chance that I have right. to have what I wanted. Right, and and
1: she wouldn't be able to be the mom that she's always wanted to be. What if this never, this opportunity never comes again, and then she won't ever be able to be the mom that she's wanted to be her whole yeah. life.
0: And her roommate's like, wow, that's really fucked up that yeah. you think that low of yourself. Yeah. She's like, well, I'm sorry, but that's just what goes through my head. And I mean, I feel like we've all had that go through our heads before. Right. You know, maybe not in that specific term or in well, it's that specific situation. just because of what situation. I look like. That's what I remember she said. Yeah. Because of what I look like,
1: this might be the only opportunity. Yeah. And I'm sure everyone has felt that way at some point in life where it's like, you know, maybe this is a sign that this needs to happen because, you know, when is this ever going to happen
0: again? Um, yeah. Best part of the episode by far. I recommend watching the entire season. Just for that one conversation. Right. And I just love how supportive her friend is. <laughs> right. She's like, well, we need to work on that. Yeah. You know, we need to work on how you feel about yourself. Yeah. Because that's really messed up. And I see, I don't see you that way. Mm-hmm. I see you as this amazing person. And it's really sad that you don't see yourself the way that I see you. Yeah. So, I mean, like, you can tell that their friendship and their relationship is very, very close. Yeah. And you even find out, like, further on in the series, I think maybe even, like, season three, their, like, origin of their friendship and how they became to be friends, which is cool. Yeah. But, like, you can kind of, you can tell that they're just very, they're like sisters. Yeah. Yeah. So at this point... She goes to visit her parents, and um, I, I love her parents, but I also, like, have a love-hate relationship, mm-hmm. mostly with the mom. Right, yeah. Because her mom <laughs> reminds me a lot of our mom. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Because
1: you can tell that she totally loves her child, but yeah. she doesn't tiptoe around any, like feeling she doesn't care about her feelings when she says certain things right and but her dad is the opposite i feel mm-hmm. Her like the conversation that they have about her having a boyfriend or whatever at the right. table like a what into the seat into the season a little bit more where she's like oh is this like really a boyfriend or is it just somebody that you really like like right. this other person but yeah she definitely is a lot like mom
0: yeah and I think that I was just like just like my mind is blown the first time I'm watching this I'm like am I just watching my real <laughs> is this <laughs> my wife in <laughs> real life Like, I'm not in this situation now, thank God, but, like, I've been there before, you know? But, like, I don't know. So, anyway, she goes to visit her parents, and the subtle underlying guilt that her mom just, like, lays out there for her, Mm -hmm. (laughs) like... You can tell her mom has set her up with these diet meals. Oh yeah! In this scene, she's like, "How are you liking the uh, the thin menu?" <laughs> yeah. You know, she's like, "I love it." You know, because I'm like, growing up, our mom probably had how many diets, uh, and she would always try always. to rope us into doing it with her.
1: Yeah, always. We were always we were either eating garbage or we were on a diet. Yeah. There was no like in between. We're right. It just like. Crash dieting all the time. And that's what we were taught.
0: Yeah. We were taught crash dieting, which is terrible because those become habits and trends that you continue to go through in your life. And it wires your brain to automatically think, I should go on this diet because this is what I was raised to think.
1: And they actually go into that a little bit more into... The the pool episode. I think I think that's yeah. Where yeah, the yeah, where she uh, just my releases. second favorite.
0: Yes, <laughs> scene of it's this seriously movie. the best scene. I agree. I love I it. I Love it so much. Anyway, we'll get there. <laughs> so anyway, you kind of get a peek into her family life, um, and so after this visit with her family, um, Annie decides that she is going to get an abortion. And this is one of the massive reasons why we need abortion to be legal. Mm -hmm. Because people need to be able to choose to have a baby on their terms with the person that they love. Right. Like, I get it. Having sex in irresponsible ways can lead to a baby mm-hmm. but at the same time there are so many other factors that go into that
1: oh, yeah. like
0: <laughs> if annie were to have had this baby we know what would have happened they probably would have dated for a while but they probably would have broken up and then she would be responsible and this guy is too deadbeat to actually pay child care right and yes you can legally like force somebody to pay that child care that doesn't mean that they're actually going to do it.
1: Yeah. Well, I think also when you have to think about your child's well-being, not just your own. True. Like, is this a good environment for a child to be brought up in to see how this man is treating me? No, I don't think that that is a healthy environment for a child.
0: Right. Because then that child is just going to grow up to be like right. his father. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, we can we can prevent birth in many ways um, and think that it will work, but it doesn't always work the way that you want it to, so having yeah. that um, as a choice and as a good fallback is crucial mm-hmm. to, I don't know, a functioning world, I guess. Right, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, for so I, many, so many different reasons. So many different reasons, yes. But this was just like one aspect and one reason. Anyway, so she te- uh, she decides to um, abort the uh, pregnancy, Ooh. and then she is getting ready for the next day, and she puts on this really pretty, red, florally dress, which is completely different from the outfit that she put on at the beginning of the episode.
1: Don't you feel like the conversation she had with her friend, it was her turning point, where she like, or where do you feel like her turning point was? Like, where she realized I'm going to take my life
0: back. I kind of feel like that was that conversation with her roommate. That conversation
1: and after the abortion, I think she was like, I need to take my life into my own hands and they need to kind of
0: flip the script. This is my life.
1: No one else's.
0: Yeah. I think that like having that conversation and having a roommate or best friend that is going to have your back in that difficult situation when you have tried to contact the person who you thought would be there and them completely ignoring you Mm -hmm. and then you having to be faced with that difficult decision on your own. But then still having, like, that good emotional support system behind you. Mm -hmm. I think that that definitely was, like, key in her being able to, like, start to change her own views of herself. Yeah. Definitely. So, anyway. She gets dressed. And then she immediately goes to Ryan's house. I love, (laughs) love this scene. She just, like beats down the door oh yes <laughs> and cause he's like in the middle of like recording this podcast <laughs> shitty podcast with his friends in the living room and like she like busts open the door she's like hi Ryan we need to talk hi guys I'm Annie I'm the girl that Ryan fucks <laughs> yes she's like no shame <laughs> I love it. I absolutely love it. Nice to meet you. (laughs) So then she, like, pulls him aside and sits him down, and she, like, calls him out on his shitty behavior. Yeah. She's like, I was in this really messed up situation. I tried to get in contact with you, and you completely ignored me. Right. And, you know, she's like, I really thought about it. I really thought about having a baby with you. But then I was like, no, I don't want to trap you into liking me or trap you into relationship with me. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, I just want you to treat me like a normal girl. Take me out Mm -hmm. on dates. Introduce me to your friends. And And then she's like, I had an abortion. And then we find out all of a sudden out of blue air That he already has a kid. Right, that (laughs) he never told her about. That he never told her about. (laughs) And she's like, oh, yeah, so you already are a shitty dad. Lovely. (laughs) But, yeah, she basically just, like, is like, I'm just sick of you mistreating me and dismissing me just for how my body looks. And I'm fucking sick of it. And then she walks out the door and leaves. And... Then she stands up for herself at work mm-hmm. and she is like given this article <laughs> to write. Yep. And she's like on top of the world. She's like walking down the street, yeah, like, hell
1: yeah. yeah. <laughs> so much confidence.
0: And then Tanya, toned Tanya, from the beginning of the episode, sees her through the window and she runs after her and she's like, hey. You never called me. She's like, when are we going to get you in shape? <laughs> and... <laughs> what is she? <laughs> she, like, turns around and is like, bitch. And she's <laughs> just, like, fuck off. Fuck off, up. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she's like, excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> I was just trying to help you, you that bitch, you know? All right. But, so, you know, and the episode ends with that interaction and Annie kind of, like, walking away. You know, a little defeated, but she's still a little bit taller, like, yeah. I can get past this. Yeah. I can get through it. Anyway, end of episode one. <laughs> <laughs> and it only took us the entire length of the episode to review it.
1: No way, <laughs> it's been an
0: hour. No. They're oh, like 30 minute long episodes oh, and we're at thirty-five I minutes. I mean I guess you could have just and watched it at this point. <laughs> <laughs> um I think now that we've talked about the pilot episode let's just kind of breeze through the rest of it okay just yeah. to save us on some time because I do want to leave a little bit to be desired for um, everybody else. So anyway um let's see here um anyway throughout the season, Ryan... This isn't the last we see of Ryan. No. <laughs> because Ryan is really good at manipulation.
1: <laughs> totally. And the thing that I relate so much with Ryan is... I, I had this boyfriend who was a lot like him. And because of my self-worth, I was like... You know, if, if I guess if something else comes along, then maybe I can, you know, let go of him, whatever. And... Finally, it got to the point where I was like, you don't give a shit about me. Like, you don't care. Why Why am I putting so much effort into getting you to like me? And I know that you're seeing other people. I'm, And that's where, like, the pencil episode yeah. comes in where yeah. he's got this, uh, you know, uh, other things going on. And she's like, why? Why do I care... So much that you give a shit about me, right? And um, I, I remember with this boyfriend of mine that I had, I pretty much was like, "Okay, I'm done. I'm not even gonna text him. Not nothing." Right. And the second that I stopped trying, he started trying, and that's what Ryan does. Yeah. The second that she's like, "You know what? I'm I'm, I'm I'm not putting my energy into this anymore." Then he, like, that's the manipulation where he comes in and he's like, oh, but I really like you. I really want to be with you. And that happened to me. He never once came to my work until I stopped talking to him. Mm. And then he comes to my work and says, hey, I'm really missing you, yada, yada. I'm like, well, that sucks. I don't really miss you so much. (laughs) See you later. Have fun with your family because you. Was with his whole family when he came too. I was just like, and and looking back on that, I'm like, good for you. Like right. I'm so glad that you had the self worth at that point to be like, he is not worth my time, my time or my emotions. Yeah, it, my emotions were all over the place when I was with him. We weren't even I considered him my boyfriend, but I, there's no way he considered me his girlfriend. Right, never. And so it's just seeing this guy where it's like, oh, he's just so fun. He just like lightens up the mood and he's got all these jokes and he's really fun to be around. But then when you're not around, you don't exist to him.
0: Yeah, it's true. Yeah. And I've had a boyfriend like that before, too, where it's just like. You just like don't exist in his world unless you are physically there. Yep. Mhm. <laughs> yep. Yeah. And then the moment that you call them out on their shit, they're like, "Oh no, I'm so sorry." Yeah, I didn't mean I am like so much better than this. Thank you for showing mm-hmm. me. And then they it immediately just turns around Never. back to the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, that was in episode 3 of the pencil, but this is also the episode where Lamar is introduced.
1: Oh, <laughs> I love, love him. him.
0: <laughs> He is perfect for Annie. He is. He and like, is. what the
1: hell happened to him? I feel like
0: he was there and then he was gone. And then he was like, gone. Because uh, he lives in England.
1: Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. Okay, he, I missed that. Yeah. I was like, he
0: <laughs> go off to school or something? Like, what no, happened? she is like a big time chef in England. Okay. So, he was just came to visit them. Um, oh, they're so cute. And Lamar is Franny's brother. So, Franny is um, Annie's best friend slash roommate. Right. And Lamar is uh, Franny's brother. So <laughs> this is kind of like the episode where, you know, she kind of does, like, the one good thing for herself with yeah. a guy.
1: Yeah, She Well, and she's treated the way that she needs
0: to be exactly. treated. Exactly, she deserves, deserves a to be. she's fucking human. Yeah, exactly. Like, and also, like, this guy's a chef. He will cook for me, right?
1: <laughs> and I love like after she sleeps with him, she goes and like eats this big bowl of
0: pasta, pasta like because she doesn't even care. Herself. Yeah, yes, I love it. Um, anyway, so anyway, he has to go home back to England, and um, that's pretty much that for that episode. My favorite episode probably though of the entire season is the pool episode. Yes. And it's probably one of the most impactful episodes as well. Mhm. So I kind of want to dig in a little bit more on this episode. So Annie has written her first article. She's doing great. And, but she's got like this internet hater, so she's like semi-battling that situation. And then her boss is like, we get better health care if you guys are taking care of yourselves instead of being on your lazy asses doing nothing. Right. (laughs) So we're going to have a forced fun day, which is this day, which is also the same day as this body positivity pool party. Mm -hmm. Annie decides to go to this pool party anyway, because she can go there for a couple of hours and then go to her work function. And she walks into this pool party in, like, this button-up shirt, like, all the way to, yeah. to, to the top button, and, like, these black jeans. Just covering just as much skin as possible. As possible. <laughs> and she walks in, and you could tell she's, like, the sore thumb in this situation because there is, like, every woman, every color, every size just being themselves yeah. in, like swimsuits and bikinis and she's just like sticks out like a store thug because she has these body image issues and
1: well and the thing is is like the second you walk in you just see the confidence in all of these women and I think that's what is it's empowering to see another woman empowering other women yeah like it's okay let's dance it's fine like let yourself no, like let yourself no be who you are you. Yeah. yeah
0: being able to take that element of judgment away is like so impactful imagine yeah. where you would be today if you didn't have that oh. shame or that judgment yeah. looming over you and it's I feel mostly comes from ourselves in our head. Mm-hmm. I mean, there have been situations, you know, in public with other people who have, like, enforced those f- thoughts and feelings. Yeah. But they first started out in our head. Because if we started off with confidence, with good self-image, um, you know, thoughts and feelings about ourselves, then we wouldn't have that judgment from other people. Mm-hmm. except for you know the very few but that wouldn't affect you right. as much if do you get what I'm saying yes
1: and you know honestly like that scene where this is kind of after the pool scene I feel where she's like about to cross the street and she's like oh oh like she's in the way like mm. she's yeah, yeah. a burden or something and then and I've I've felt that like where I'm like oh like Like, I'm not important enough. Maybe I'm just going to stand back and wait for it to be my turn. Right. And then this big woman comes, waltzing past her with so much confidence. She's, She's like,
0: all over the place. Yes, and it's just,
1: like, that woman just empowered her to love herself. Yes. And that, you know, she, she can walk in front of cars, and they will see her, and she will be fine. You know, like... That was amazing because I've just felt you have these feelings that you think other people are feeling, Uh but they're
0: not. Right. Because you feel those things about yourself in your own head. Yes. So that's, I feel like that's kind of what you're talking about. Oh, definitely, definitely. Yeah. So anyway, um, Annie kind of gets out of her little bubble of self-consciousness and she's like able to like live in the moment and like dance and take off her jeans, and her little yes. button down and down to her swimsuit and like jump in the pool and play. Yes. And then all of a sudden she realizes that she's late for her work function. Mm-hmm. So then she's like hustling to get there. And her boss like pulls her aside and he like, without saying it in so many words, Mm-hmm. Calls her lazy and fat because she didn't show up for the work function. Right. Yep. Well, in that whole,
1: I don't, I don't know if you're about to say this, but when she's talking about it with her roommate mm-hmm. and this new girl that her roommate met at the
0: pool yeah. party at the pool
1: party. Yeah. That was like one of my favorite things, where she says the whole world is telling me that I'm a fat piece of shit that doesn't try hard. It's a fucking mind prison, and I'm fat, and that's just how it is. And it's just like so powerful. It's so true. Like, so many people, I feel like a lazy piece of shit all the time just because of how I think people perceive me. Right. You know, like, oh, she's fat, she's lazy.
0: Yeah. And it's like... Like, where did those two decide to coincide with each other? Right. Like, I'm fat, but I'm not lazy. I'm busting my butt eight hours a day at work, running around. Right. But... Yeah. And, I mean, you're a mom. Yeah. You're running around all single day. Yeah. You know, like, fat does not equal lazy. No. And it never should. And, but, like, she says in this little monologue of hers... You know, that's how she was raised to think. That's what everybody around her was telling her from her mom to TV to commercials to magazines. Mm -hmm. That she was fat, she wasn't good enough, which means that she's sloppy and that she's lazy. Yeah. And it is a mind prison. It is, 100%. You're just like caught in those. You never can get out of it. You can't. You can't. I mean you can. You can, but you
1: feel like it's a prison. You feel like it's so much it is a lot of work. It is. And it shows in this entire show Mm -hmm. that it you know, one step forward, ten steps back. Yeah. One step forward, ten steps back. It's just it's something you have to work on every every single day. good empowerment around you which I think is awesome that they even have function like that with the swimming pool Mm -hmm. because honestly I didn't even know that shit existed I know I'm like like, I want this yeah I want to go to that pool party (laughs) that sounds like so much fun because as a child even like nine ten years old I didn't want to go to the pool because I looked like a fat piece of shit in a swimming suit, you know? Yeah. So I didn't want all of the boys at the swimming pool to start making fun of me or the right. other girls around me to like question why I
0: wanted to wear a shirt over my swimming suit. Where you never should have felt like you needed to in the first right. place. Yeah. Yeah. I was very, the very first time I was personally called fat by somebody else Was when I was in a swimming suit. Really? Yeah. Mm. Yep. Yep. And of course you never forget that. You never forget that moment. Yeah. You never do. And it just creates those patterns in your head of like, oh, like, immediately I associate me being a swimsuit with being called fat.
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: So now every single time I wear a swimsuit, I'm immediately fat.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. And I have like a much better relationship with my body and with swimwear in general like very recently (laughs) with myself you know I'm actually able to like wear a two-piece I still get very self-conscious about it I would never wear a two-piece at a public pool but you look but you look
1: good you look good well thank you yes actually the other day I bought a new swimsuit and it's like the most modest <laughs> swimsuit you could I, ever fucking buy. And I was like, Mike, does it look okay? And he's like, honestly, with this day and age, you could get away with wearing anything to the swimming pool. And I was like, yeah, that's my point. Like, do I look too modest? Do I look... Like, I mean, like... Could probably <laughs> I look really like something? a wetsuit. suit <laughs> Yeah. I mean, it's like a fucking dress at this point. And then I wear shorts under it. Like, oh, wow, because I just... I don't think I will ever... Feel like I could wear a two piece. No fucking way would that ever happen, but like, I just thought it was so funny how he was just like, "Well, in this day and age, literally, <laughs> you could wear nothing and nobody, it would face nobody." He's like, "What's the yeah. safest way to wear <laughs> yeah. this?"
0: Yeah, pretty bad. <laughs> My goodness. Anyway, so that is like everything, and then after this, she has like this blow up with her roommate. She writes an article. And post it without permission. Yeah. And because she's feeling herself in that moment, she's mm-hmm. feeling powerful, she's feeling confident, she's feeling angry, mm-hmm. you know? She's, and she's able to like write this magnificent. I'm like, I want to read that article. I do too. <laughs> I, I want to read. read it. Um, but, um, anyway, she, um, Writes this article and posts it saying, Hello, I'm fat, is the name of the article piece. And then at the very end of the episode, it kind of flashes back to Annie as a kid, sneaking out of the hotel room as a kid to go be alone in the pool. And she's just so happy. And so happy. Pure happiness, just
1: floating in the thick, floaty. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and it kind of like jumps back to the scene at the pool party with the girl who's yep. in the inner tube. Yep. And just floating by her and she just
1: has this big smile on her face. Right. So it's like this girl is happy in this element.
0: She's not alone. She's around
1: a lot of other women.
0: Yeah. Yep. And I think that, that was the probably the key moment for her as well. Yep. In like that step forward that we were talking about. Yeah. Anyway <laughs> Um, Episode 5 is kind of like a little bit of a lull in the season. We find out that Annie's dad has some good news. His cancer is in remission, got some good test results back. So she goes to celebrate with him, brings him some sandwiches and the part in that episode that I absolutely love is kind of like the sit-down conversation mm-hmm. that he has with her. And he's like, I read that article that you wrote, and I am so sorry that you feel that way about yourself. Yeah. You know? And and he was not even aware. Yeah. And I mean, I don't think a lot of people realize that we have these egos in our mind that tell us things, but how much we keep that to ourselves mm-hmm. and as a secret, like we can easily per- like portray somebody completely different uh-huh. to the world, but we've got a completely lo- different life or a different person inside our heads talking mm-hmm. to us about ourselves. Yep. Yeah. So love that episode and that moment with her dad. Yeah. Um, Let's see here, last episode, (laughs) Um, let's see here, she misses a work thing with Amadi, her work friend, Um, and she apologizes, and at this moment, she also quits her job, because she is maybe a little too confident. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She and it ends up lo- blown up in her face. Like, there's a difference between confidence and, like... Selfishness? S- yeah, selfishness. And she overstepped into that realm of selfishness.
1: Yep. And Same with her friend.
0: Yeah. Where they, like, go to
1: find this troll, right? Uh-huh. That's trolling her article. Yep. And... He's like, I have a family. I have yeah. He going calls her out. on. Yeah,
0: yep. So they go to look for the troll, the internet troll. <laughs> but I love <laughs> what is her name, Maureen, the the character at work who's like a little off and then. Oh yeah,
1: dude. She's fucking weird. <laughs>
0: I, I love her though. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I love her. I'm worried. <laughs> anyway, you get to see more of her yeah. in the next few Oh, seasons. awesome. But anyway, so, yeah, she, like, um, confronts, like, her friend Amani confronts her, and he's like, I gotta go. She's like, no, we can't go now. We're so close to getting that person. he's like, dude, you don't understand.
1: Yeah, like, life doesn't revolve around yeah. you. Yeah,
0: yeah. So then she tries to call her boyfriend, Ryan, who's, like, out the middle of this park, shittily throwing frisbees. Frisbee. Like, at first I thought he was playing frisbee golf, but I was like, no, I think he's just throwing fucking frisbee. like, he's trying to learn how to throw frisbee. And she's like, hey, can you come give me a ride? And he's like, well, no, I don't have my mom's van right now but I can get you on my bike. And then in this moment, you kind of tell that she could realize the inkling of like, this guy's kind of useless to me right now. What the fuck am I doing? So then she tries to call her roommate, um, Franny, and she ignores her call. Right. Because they're in the middle of kind of like a fight right now. Um, So Annie on her own, again, nobody to lean on in this situation walks to the troll's house and (laughs) knocks on the door and um she confronts him and she's like why do you hate me so much are you mad at me because i'm fat and you want to fuck me or like, like, are you mad because you want to fuck me, but I'm fat? You know? (laughs) And he is like, no, I'm jealous of you. I grew up fat and I'm not anymore. And you are exuding all of this confidence in your writing. Mm -hmm. And that makes me angry because you're confident in who you are as a person. Yeah. Which is wild,
1: because she feels like she has zero confidence, right? Exactly. At this point right now, she, she has zero confidence. Right. And for someone to come out and be like, I'm jealous of your confidence. like Right
0: probably was like, what? <laughs> She's like, um, excuse me? Yeah. Oh, so... you want to come in and have a and drink? He, he, and then he tries to, like, bait her in yeah, to, like, like that's sleep creepy. with her. <laughs> For a minute, <laughs> I was like, is he going to try and, like, get her in there to kill her? Like, <laughs> is
1: he that fucked up? <laughs> Honestly, at that point, probably, she yes.
0: probably was like, uh, you're creepy. Yeah. I'm getting out of here. Um, so then it ends with her throwing a cinder block through his car yep. window and running away. Yep. And that's how season one ends. God, get rid of that troll. Get rid of that troll.
1: <laughs> um, anyway. But I think that honestly, that's how all of us are in life. Yeah, if you are making fun of somebody for something, it's usually because you don't have the confidence in yourself about those certain things. Love that. Yeah. Definitely. Um,
0: season two. Oh, I can't wait. I need to go watch it today. <laughs> <laughs> season two review coming up. I'm going to have to go back and uh, rewatch season two. I've already watched the show. Like, no, twice so now. <laughs> now I have to watch it more because I'm going to review it <laughs> Yay. on here. But season two, I think, is like the crew of the crop when it comes to the Like, seasons. you think it can't
1: get any better, and it just keeps getting better and more relatable and better.
0: hmm It's good. But I would say the highlight is definitely the pool party. hmm That episode and, yeah. se- and episode one. Are the little gems in that season? So, if anything else, watch those two episodes. Yeah. yeah. Um. Anyway, if you have any uh, comments or questions, email us at selflovesaga at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram at selflovesaga, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.
1: oh, 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 oh